You don't think so? Why do you look? Why do you, Why are you so blonde, Cal? What? Because of the summer, dude. Summer sun, baby. But why? You been, you been working a lot? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have. Dude. Oh, that's why you're so blonde. Working I on what? Work, dude. Working on that golf I, swing. I'm at work golf swing. I went back to work. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you fully cleared? I'm fully working. <laughs> oh, so you can? I'm on weight restrictions, but I I'm working every day. Your own weight restrictions? Nope. Nope, it's a is restriction it, from the doctor. So it's not your own girth that's restricting you? No, not at, no, not okay. at all, actually. Okay. All right, Joey, bring us in. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Moe's Flowers Uncensored. As always, Connor Olstad, Cal Ness, and last but and also least, Joey Vasallo. Mm. <laughs> You, you have dude. a terrible attitude, and so that's how we started this podcast. <laughs> you have a terrible attitude? It's the worst attitude I've ever seen. Why? Okay. Okay. I, under- I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I know you would. I knew yep. you would understand. Can I explain what happened to me today? Yeah. Go. Yeah, go ahead, man. This is, this, yeah. So I'm just, is it boring, though? No, no. it's not. I'm, All right. I'm no. just literally doing Joey. I'm working hard. Okay. Working hard, hard at work. This isn't Joey. Hard at work. Shut the fuck up. I'm <laughs> working hard. Hard at work. I'm replacing a window, and then I have my dog with me today for some reason because I'm an absolute idiot, and it was the, easily the most humid day of the year. It was like it felt yeah. like it was 105 degrees today. It's pretty bad. I was sweating from every orifice of my body, and I never sweat like on my arms or my head. Only my butt crack and my feet. It's the only two places where I sweat. But I was I had sweat dripping into my eyeballs. Okay, so that's how you know how hot it was. Yeah. So, so you then, need to get one of those semi-pro headbands. Nah, dude. So <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I don't want to kill my dog. So I kept her in the truck, windows up, in the shade, AC on. And I come back to my truck about an hour and a half later after I did the window. Homeowner's walking with me. He's like, okay, yeah, what do I owe you? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, thanks for doing such a good job. I love you. You're you're so handsome. You know, he's he's saying so so much stuff like that. So then he's like. He said you were handsome. Yeah, he said I was really handsome. He didn't say that. He's like, wow, your body is incredible. Yeah. I know. Those, those thunder thighs. Yeah. Well, this they're tree trunks. Real, yeah. They're tree trunks, but they're tree trunks. So then he's like, oh, is your dog okay? And I go up to my truck and I realize that my truck is off Uh-oh. and I had left it running. So I'm like, oh, but I have plenty of gas. I'm like, shit. He's like, what's wrong with your truck? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> this is why I always park far away from homeowners homes because I have a truck with 282,000 miles on it. And I don't want to look like I'm unprofessional. However... From my if outward they see appearance, your truck. from my outward appearance, and then they see my truck, they're like, "I'm not going to hire this kid." <laughs> right? Yeah. So he's like sitting there helping me diagnose my truck, and I'm just like, "Go write me the check, and then come back." <laughs> he's trying so to be I a can, nice guy, though, so I can fix my truck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> write me the check so I can fix my truck. So then I had to call a tow truck, and he was awesome and whatever. I just got I got towed, and my fuel pump is probably out of my truck. So that's tight. So Connor picked me up from the gas station that I got dropped, or the the shop that I got dropped off at, and yep. that's what happened to me today. Uh, but yep. Cal, you know what I, I really, learned today? What is it? Connor is the inventor <laughs> of a board game, not inventor, yeah. manufacturer, a manufacturer of a board game, the first manufacturer of in the United States, aren't you? I I, I am. To the point that wow. I actually filed for trademark registration. On. Really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming having a father who does. Nope. He he actually was has nothing. My dad's a patent attorney, but he has no idea how to do trademark stuff. So he's like, nah, you can talk to my friend. <laughs> my friend's like, yeah, I'll give you a friends and family discount of $225 an hour. Oh, okay. Perfect. It's normally 350 
Oh, really? Okay. All lawyers are 300 an hour plus. Yeah, Joey trademarks a lot of stuff, actually, so he knows yeah. how much trademark lawyers cost. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So, okay. Joe, and Joe, on the way back, learned this about me, and he had never heard this. And so I was just like, well, we'll save it for the podcast. So, Joe, I... What's the name? It's called Jackaroo. Oh, my God. Oh, it's perfect for what? Joey. J-A-C-K-A-R-O-O. Yeah, I know phonetics. So, mm. what is it? Mm. Um, so, it's kind of like... Uh, if you've ever played the game Aggravation or Wahoo, very similar except for instead of with dice, you play with cards, so you can kind of like plan your moves. But it's it's a it's a board, and then you have marbles on the board that you have to like move around, kind of like in Sorry, how you have to move around the board, and and then you play different cards that do different things, and you know like a Jack swaps your marble with somebody else's. Unreal, dude. I know it's, it's a, a spam, spam risk. risk too. Put it on vibrate. Put it on vibrate. Don't tell me what to do with my phone, actually. I'm going to turn the ringer up. <laughs> okay, Connor. Keep wow. telling well, yeah, about these. It's a fun game, and I got bored, so I decided to put it on Amazon. And so now if you type in Jackaroo on Amazon, it's the first one to come up. There's only one other person, and they only came up like a month ago on Amazon that sells Jackaroo. It's like this. I bought one to see, and it's this Chinese piece of crap. And now they're half off because I think that they're not selling. Connor. Um, so. I got to say something. Yeah. I am excited to play this game. However, yeah. as the inventor of the American selling Jackaroo, <laughs> you need to find a better way to explain it. That yeah. sounds way more exciting. You should like, lie about it, maybe. It is a... My elevator pitch for it is it's a strategic game. The the one that's on Amazon for like the other people, they're like, it's a teasing game new for 2019. Play with friends and family. It's like, okay. That explains nothing. You're not selling it very well, bud. Give me the elevator pitch. Oh, you said sorry. it's a strategy game, and yeah. you go, China, China. Yeah, it's a strategic uh, game that's played with marbles and cards to get you around the board. And you, you can, it, it com- it's a combination of strategy, but you need a little bit of luck to win. Okay, that was... What that made was, you do this? Uh, I played it in Israel, and they, I came back to the United States, and I couldn't find one. And for less than $85 from Saudi Arabia. And so I was like, well, I'm going to manufacture this and make it. And so I... Did that and yeah, that's it. Very it's cool. Unreal. eBay, Etsy. Amazon. I'm excited to try it. I'm excited to play the game. Play Do you j- have one at your house? Oh, I got sixty at my house. Oh, yeah. You ship them? Mm-hmm. Wow. I fulfill everything. So yep, and I, like I, I buy the marbles and cards. I uh, sort it all together. You know, all that jazz. Wild. So but yeah, wild. I watched through like the entire Amazon seller university to try and figure out how to get something on Amazon. It's really hard. I did yeah, not know. I that. tried for a while. Yeah, for Connor, uh, it's like it's it's actually pretty difficult, and I was it, able to uh, get it on there. And now I feel much better about myself that I'm able to. Yeah, I tried do for that. like three hours, and nothing happened. So I, told <laughs> Connor, I was not doing anything else for him on that thing. <laughs> so, oh my god, that's wild, dude! I did not. How long ago was that? So it's been like a year. It's a year. Yep. I I bought the domain name playjackaroo.com. I bought that on uh, June twenty second of twenty nineteen. So. Wow. That's my furthest back. That's for my, my trademark registration. I had to know that. Are you selling some of them? Um, yeah. No, I've sold 22 boards so far. Wow. What's the profit margin on that? Uh, right now, it's not very much. It's $9.50. $9.50. Hey. Yeah. Right now, yeah, because it cost me thirty one sixty six to make a board, $4.41 for the marbles and cards and packaging. And it's like 50 bucks for it or what? Yep, 50 bucks yeah. for the board. It's a high-quality board, though. It'll last you a long time. Ten thousand cool, years man. because it's plastic. Lasts a long time. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's sweet. But it's fun. So, Joey, while Connor's been inventing things and, you know, whatever, what have you been up to? Other than, you know, driving a truck that's breaking down. <laughs> well, I've been doing that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The truck's sort of, been on its yeah. last leg for about two years now, and I can't believe it's been surviving this long. But it's a really been, strong leg. I just moved my sister into the sheep farm, oh. so that's fun. Uh, she's been one of my favorite people that I've ever lived with. We get along super well. She's a really good cook, and she cooks all of her food gluten-free. So now you have two good cooks. Uh, Zach's okay, because whenever he makes brisket, <laughs> oh it's three hours late. So <laughs> Yeah, but it was really good, though. Yeah, it was good, but it was burnt. It wasn't burnt at all. Oh, okay. So you got a better piece of meat than I did, but I, <laughs> I, I, I had to scrape off the burnt part. Joey, I love Joey doesn't cook anything. And he doesn't. He doesn't know how to cook. That's not true. What do, then, what's your favorite thing? But then to cook, he's like the, he's like Gordon Ramsay, food critic. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook? I have a. I should insure my palate. Your <laughs> insure your your palate. ego yeah, is my so big. No, dude, it's insane. trademark. Dude, I should trademark my palate. That's <laughs> not real. It's you know how awful. much Gordon Ramsay insures his palate for? No, I don't. One but he has a reason million. to do that. So if he eats something so bad and it ruins his palate, he gets a, a million five. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing though. Gordon Ramsay, he has a reason to do that. You know what I mean? Because he's because he actually knows what he's talking is about. Is he Italian? He's not. Oh, okay. Is that, he Italian? <laughs> but I'm Italian, so I, I guess I understand. No, you don't. <laughs> this is That's your reason. Stop. This yeah, is, dude. This is a waste of my time. I know what this good is, food this is. Conversation and what's not is good literally food. a terrible waste of my time. I know what good food is. But I can also uh, eat garbage. I don't know. I can also eat garbage. Whatever. I'm well versed in the garbage or in the uh, gas in the gar- station. You're well versed in the garbage. Yeah, in the <laughs> gas station food industry, I'm well versed. Yeah, I know what's good and what's not. But you didn't like the Philly cheesesteak at 8 a.m. in the morning. That's because it's a Philly <laughs> cheesesteak from a gas station at 8 a.m. And I was gonna say, unlike you, for getting a Philly cheesesteak. That was dude, delicious. That, no, dude. Oh, you just so said good. you yeah, said I did. don't look at it. Just <laughs> eat on. it. Con- hey, Connor just ate dinner though. He did just eat dinner yeah. out of a bag. Yeah. Like he literally <laughs> brought a, a frozen bag I of didn't something. Have time. Here. I had to go and pick then, up Joey, and then he put it in the microwave, and then he ate it. It literally looked like garbage. <laughs> I'm just proud of myself that I actually remembered to bring it with me. Holy shit! All right, whatever, Connor. <laughs> so I remember I think, other things. I think we're only like 70 days from early season. Yeah. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah, that comes up fast, huh? Thank God. I know. I've been going insane. Have you been you you kind of laid off the pigeons here for a little while, right? Well, dude, all I've been doing is working. Yeah. That's so all I have time back, for. Right? Yeah, they're kind of back. Uh, Noah was here late one morning, and he said there was about 50 that landed into the barn. Mm. And I can't remember the last time I saw 50 flying. Wow. So, but they, they don't hang out here. They, they bounce from farm to farm to farm to farm. Right. Which is crazy to me. Which is good, because you it's have good. permission on all of them. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But it's just, uh, I would have figured they would have just not culminated, but uh, congregated in one spot more, but they don't. It's like 10 here, 30 there, 10 there. It's weird. Then they just like randomly all show up at my house at like 9 a.m. And then they hang out for like 10 minutes and then they're gone. Very small windows. How's that 20 gauge going for you? The 20 gauge is lit, dude. Guys, there's a, we got sent some 20 gauges from Weatherby and they are just. It's the element. Yes. We got sent the element from Weatherby. It's a 20 gauge, and that thing is the tits. I love that like thing it? so much. Yeah. Besides Cal putting it together wrong <laughs> right away, 
It's a really, really good I was going to say, now that you got the spring in there. Right. I knew the spring was missing, but I didn't <laughs> care. I was already nice enough to just start putting it together. Then I thought it would just be fun if you found it the way it was. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was really fun thinking, wow, this gun's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'd shoot it, and it wouldn't eject. I'm like, what in yeah. the world? Maybe it just needs to get the, the factory lube off. And I'm like, what in the hell? And then Connor, I FaceTime Connor. I'm all pissed off. And he goes, well, here, let me take apart my gun. You said Cal put it together? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, and he starts taking off the tube. And he goes, well, yeah, you got that spring there, right? I was like, no. And he goes, oh, Cal put it together. <laughs> I'm like, I threw Damn the spring you. right on your bed. but I mean, No, it was in the box. Wah. It's okay. Whatever, anyway, dude. so it's, it's shooting good for you? Yeah, it is. I really, really like it. Do you prefer it. that over a 12-gauge for shooting pitches? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. The only problem with it is I don't see a way how you can put an extension tube on it. Yeah. I don't do see they, a way. Do they make one for it? I don't know. Hmm. I looked at a, in a store, and there was no 20-gauge extension tubes. For, like, any gun? For any gun. I guess hmm. I could look online and figured out that way i was also looking for extra full chokes for it and no cabela's or runnings or any stores like that sells extended choke tubes for 20 gauges so i called connor lausch with uh feet down waterfowl in fergus and he's like yeah well i bought my pattern master online you have to buy it online i was like oh okay because they shoot 20 gauge at geese and just knock the shit out of them <laughs> so yeah i knew i could call him and ask where he got it. he's like you just got to go to pattern master dude I'm like, okay. Cal, how's it feel to be back at work? It feels really good. It's it's good to be back in routine. Now, would that routine be, you know, get there at 7.30 and then, well, look at the time, guy. It's 4 o'clock. Got to go home. Sorry about Here's that. The thing. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. Yeah. Like, this Please is so explain. dumb. I, I don't understand Dude, he, this. He's mad because last night I came home. I, <laughs> I came here. I built the table, mm-hmm. you know, by myself. And okay. then... Joey sanded like two boards, so that was tight. Well, I saw Noah helping you, so. Then, then we go downstairs after we ate dinner at 10.30 p.m. Because Zach's such and a I good cook. And I finish the table. Okay. And then Joey's like, oh, well, uh, I've only got a couple boards. He put two boards on while I was there. And then I said, well, I'm going to get going, man. And it's like 11.15. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're the guy, you know, just 4 o'clock. Got to go home. I'm like, dude, you know what? I, I have to, you know, some of us have to work in the morning. I call him at like 7.30 to see if he's, you know, up. And you he, never, he never he is. He didn't. But, well, I did yesterday. Yeah, I didn't answer your phone call. Yeah, I know. You you weren't up, though. I was. Mm, no chance. It's fine. <laughs> All right, fellas. Yeah, I was. You know, yeah. it's just, I have this really cool thing where um, I'm the boss. So I'm able to work from my phone a lot because I have people who work this for is, me. Because I have people who work for me. So um, so I'm able to work from my phone in the morning. So I, you know, some mornings I'm just like, I, I need some me time. And I just lay in my bed and I'm answering emails and texts yeah. and phone calls. What this, do you do for me This is so funny. Like, this doesn't make you sound good. <laughs> like this okay. This conversation about fuck. you saying I'm the boss and I can work from my phone. That sounds like you being in bed looking at Craigslist. No, dude. That's what it sounds like. I'm oh, look at Christ Joey list. says, ah, uh, yeah, I started working at 7.30. He's just on his phone. Uh, you yeah, know, I'm the boss, so I can start from my phone. He's just on sorry. Facebook. Yeah. Get, uh, yeah. Is there something going on that I don't know? Like, y'all yeah, Joey's been, with Joey's been right real now. chippy lately. He's <laughs> just, here's, here's what's no, going on. He, he's finally got a couple my jobs truck. going, and now he's real chippy again. My he's, truck is falling apart. 
That's what's going on right now. I'm yep. not in the best mood because now my entire workday tomorrow is fucked. Yep. No, dude, your whole workday typically consists of you being on your phone. So it's probably fine. You don't need you don't need your truck to be on your phone. <laughs> dude. Just you set yourself up for this, man. I don't know what to say. No, dude. Joe, you what you and then you know what the good part is. What though? are you gonna do? I'm gonna have someone drive me to my office. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, like about the truck. You gonna fix I'm gonna it? get a fix. Yeah. Are you gonna get a new truck? I'm gonna get a fix and see what all needs to get done on it, and then I'm going to uh, assess if I need to get a new truck now or if I can hobble it along. Like if I can just throw 700 bucks into it and then make it run for another three months, I'm definitely gonna do that. So that's your cutoff, 700. No, 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 no. Like if it, if the, he's like, hey, it's your water pump and you need to do this in order to keep it running for a while, I'll do it. Mm. You know, but he's going to say there's 38 things wrong with my truck. And I know that. <laughs> but I'm only going to do the important ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So h- how much of it is being held together by a twist ties? <laughs> <laughs> like from a chip bag? <laughs> like a chip bag twist tie? No, like or like the gear ties that I use on my ladders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I mean. Eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's actually probably a realistic percentage. Why do you think I always have so many? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? What was it for a while on your truck? Is it still broken? That thing. This is it. Is it like your tie rod or what is it? Your sway bar. Is it your sway bar? No, no, no. That got fixed a long time ago. Yeah, but that was broken forever. Yep. I mean, it was literally just disconnected. So when my transmission went out last August driving to early goose season in North Dakota to meet up with Trevor Bennett and all the Pacific hall guys. That's when my transmission went out and he's like, Hey man, so you got a sway bar, you got a tie rod, you got this and that. And I'm like, Oh no. And he gave me a really good deal. Fixed all of it. So a lot of stuff got done. Is that when your truck August. was like kanked sideways? Yeah, that's when it was kanked sideways. Yeah. <laughs> it was like sitting like three inches lower on the one side. Yeah, I was missing half a leaf spring and <laughs> It's amazing. But the best part is about it is you just run that bitch. I mean, you put like 50,000 miles on it a year. Yeah, about 42. Yeah. Just three inches lower on one side. No leaf spring. (laughs) (laughs) It's just insane. The best part is how I haven't gone insane because I carry ladders on it all the time. And all I hear is... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. The whistling is the worst. That explains a lot. Oh man. And Why do you think I listen to music so loud? Because, dude. <laughs> yeah. If we're, dude, if we're driving and Rob has a ladder on his truck and he starts whistling, ah, we have to pull over. Like he can't. He can't live like that. He has we'll, spray like, foam in the truck the wrong way. And, oh man, it's just spray foam. He put spray foam, spray foam in the rungs. Yeah. And oh yeah, a lot of guys do that. Through it. Dude, but that it's whistle, so funny, man, yeah. I just go. To, it makes me fall asleep at night. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. <laughs> makes you fall asleep while you're driving your truck. Oh my gosh. No, it's just, I think I have tinnitus at yeah. this point. Just, just for the ladder frequency. Thank God for sound gear so that hunting doesn't ruin my ear, ears. Yeah, just it's actually ladders. just the ladders on the top of your truck. <laughs> yep. Joey's wearing sound gear in the truck now. <laughs> anyway, dude, we have been talking about absolute bullshit for about 20 minutes now. <laughs> okay, we have some exciting news, though. What's that? We're building our podcast studio. Oh, tell us more. Uh, well, it seems ordained because just everything, <laughs> everything we keep getting for it is cheaper than it's supposed to be. Like Joey went to pick up. So we're doing like a whitewash pine wall and uh, Joey went to pick up a bunch of stuff. Me and Joey estimated it was going to be like $150 and he was red at the register checking out and the lady's like 90 bucks. And he's like, what? That happened to you with ammo too. Yeah. 
Yeah. It does happen to me. Lucky dog. Happens to me a lot. Yeah. And then I, I went and I bought lumber to build a table for it. Are, are they just scared of you, Joe? Sorry, Cal. No, that's not that's not it. I don't think so because just, I have a baby face. Their hands shaking, they type in the wrong numbers because they don't know. We're, we're so sorry no, when Mr. they're going to get the note. If you ask Joey, it's probably card. more that they looked at him and they were like, oh, "This guy deserves a deal." <laughs> no, they they just look at me and I'm in fucking shambles, and they're like, "This, <laughs> this will guy. be my good day for the good they're deed actually, for the month." No, they're literally just doing that in the hopes that his card won't decline. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> how low do I have to make this so this guy's car is? When he walks in, there, like his holes in his shirt. He looks rough, you know. Like Toes they look outside of his truck. They're like, oh my god, hey, it works, man. Whatever you got, you know, keep doing it. I know, man. I get permission and I get cheaper lumber. What can I ask for? <laughs> I, know, I love Same. it though. You ask if they got to show up at a golf course. He's got a fifteen hundred dollar bag with all of his clubs in it. Wearing a polo. Yep. Okay. Anyway, you you built the table then? Yeah, I built the table. She. I, I think she must have charged me for the wrong. Oh, really? I'm out for that, the, too. I, it was like $35. For the lumber? Yeah, to build the table. So we have a table. I got a, a piece of, like, I got a rug today for nice. way too cheap. It's like, not a rug. Uh, it's carpet remnant. It's a piece of carpet. It's dope. <laughs> it's going to work great. It's going to be a rug Yeah, it's going to be, it's hobbling. We're hobbling a podcast studio together. Pretty and much. it's going to look good. And it's going to look all right, though. I no, think. it's going to look really good because Connor's the master of lighting and videography, and Cal's really good at losing our podcasts. So I think it'll yeah. be really good. It will be really good. <laughs> I think it'll be good. Yeah, if we do four a month, I should be able to make sure. I mean, we'll get three out of them. Mm-hmm. I'll lose one, but you there know, you go. Yeah. Three a month. Just don't lose any ones with guests. Like the ones with just us three. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So yesterday. It's a lot of pressure. So yesterday I was on Instagram and I was waiting for a job to start. So I figured I'd put something up on Instagram saying, who should we get on our, on our podcast? And I think we got over 200 answers. It was crazy. Got a lot of, uh, Scott Trinan, Kyle Jones, guys from Pacific calls, Trevor Shanahan, all people that I've been wanting to get on the podcast. So I think it'll be good. What I really want to do is be able to get them. I'm sorry. I'm still, your voice is cracking. I'm still going through puberty. Excuse me. Um, I am a little boy. So um, what I want to be able to do is get them into our studio so it's better. But, you know, I a lot of them I think we're going to have to do over phone call, which sucks. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, with g- Game Fair being canceled, yeah, that really screws. bones us. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were kind of planning on, like, once Game Fair hit, we could get a bunch of people in the studio, hang out. It's tight, too, because the area where we're putting the studio, we've got a little pool table. Not a little. we got a full-size pool table down there. Well, so it's going to be like a hangout, dude. It's like a, it's like a tight hangout area. Mm-hmm. And once that, especially once the downstairs is remodeled, like in a year or whatever, when they make their decisions finally, yeah, then, then it's going to be really sick. I know, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. But I'm excited regardless. I'm just super stoked to be able to have like that space. And not only just for the podcast, but to be able to film like yeah. weekly videos tutorials or tutorials, stuff. any of that stuff. That and like have really like nice. studio lighting set up and Connor can just walk in and put a camera on a tripod and go. Dude, I had the worst day when it comes to filming that I've had in probably five years. Oh, no. And uh, actually, I was fishing with you afterwards. I think I told you about it. But it, I accidentally, I filmed an entire interview in 4K, okay, 96 gigs of footage, 23 minutes, and I accidentally deleted it right in front of the customer. Oh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to redo uh, the whole thing. Yikes. 
Yeah. It was sucked. the guy better at interviewing the second time? Uh, it was like a talk that he had given like a million times. Oh. And so he was pretty good at it. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it, so it was fine. It ended up just fine, but it, it's just like the worst feeling in the world. And, and I forgot a cord to, I plug into the wall for my light there and I had to go back and get it today and didn't interact with him or whatever, but I had to like re-talk to the guy, you know, because it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I also forgot this other thing. <laughs> oh, Not only no. deleted that and screwed up everything, I forgot this there. And To that client, you're just a mess. Yeah, it like literally the worst impression I've ever had on anybody when it comes to filming. And it felt terrible. That's mm. wild. So that I know you lose a podcast every once in a while, but that is just, I can't, that's how I compare uh, beyond Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, we all fall short of the glory of Joey. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't. Clown. I don't fall short. Whatever. Vasalo. <laughs> Vasalo, dude. It's not Vasalo. It's Vasalo. Vasalo? Yeah, it's Vasalo. Vasaloations. Is that what it is? Your book of the Bible? No, it's. Uh, we all fall short of the glory of Joey. V-E. V-E. Yeah, Vasalo exaggeration. It's kind of weird, yep. actually, though, because like if you think about your last name from a, an Italian perspective, yeah. you would think you'd be like Vasalo. No, they say Vasallo. 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 It's an that's an A. Vasallino. That's an A. Vasallo. 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 Yeah, Vasallo. This is so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I I still think it'd be like an A, like Vasallo. Yeah. No, no one gets it right. Vasallino. Roberto. All right, all right, let's talk some hunting. So, Joey, earlier you had mentioned that early season's like 70 days away. Yep. And I think every year you go to Nodak, right? I do for some reason. Yeah, I know. And every year you come back and you're like, ah. <laughs> it's kind of like, like how I feel about snow goose hunting. Like every year I tell myself I'm not going to go again. And then every yep. year it comes around and I'm like, ah, I guess I'll go. I know, dude. They're at the polar opposites of the year. So early goose... In North Dakota, the geese are barely flying, and they're only eating slugs, and it's do, 90 degrees. Do you feel like people go to North Dakota for a reason other than the fact that it's 15 bird limit? Uh, there's a lot of bands that time of year, so if they have a banding project going on, they just got banded. Which they won't this year, though, because it uh, That's Minnesota. What, what was that? Somebody posted something that had, like, 15 net collars. It's probably Yeah, that's, that's Patrick. Isn't that Patrick Holiday? Probably. Yeah. That it, dude. it was like, yeah, it, the post was recent, or at least I saw it recently. Yeah, it's in Tennessee. Were you on Midwest Flyways? Yeah, I think Instagram? so. Yeah, yeah it's Patrick Holiday. Probably Patrick Holiday. They're, they neck band, were they all white? The neck collars? No. Oh. They're all black with white lettering. I don't know uh, what you're referring to then, but oh. Tennessee has white neck collars with black lettering. Okay. And they do a lot there because they have such a large resident population that never leaves. Why don't they ever leave? That's what they they're trying to figure shot. out. That's what they're trying to. <laughs> that's what they're trying they to figure shot. out. <laughs> that's what they're trying to figure out with the banning project. Why they yeah, never leave? These birds never leave. It's like you know, I don't know, a year later and they're dead. So. so they, like, this is just my understanding of banding. So they they want to figure out why there's such a large population in an area, and then they want to know if they ever leave, and so they will ban them when they're young, and then a lot of them will get shot, right? And then a couple of them are like nine, ten years old. And sometimes they get shot in a different state. So they're like, oh, okay, that was a three-year-old goose or a nine-year-old goose, and it finally migrated. Why did it migrate nine years later? That type of a thing. So that's why they're 
collaring so many geese there. And that's why they've collared so many geese in Chicago because they have such a large resident population too. And they're trying to figure out where they go, where they come from. Or they why they don't leave. Aren't the ones in Chicago, don't they just like, they have food close to warm water. So they stay. I mean, that's my understanding, but they want to figure out their migration patterns. Yeah. But like most geese, most birds migrate regardless. Right. You know, so like they're trying to figure out why, why some birds stay in an area versus a lot of the birds that leave or like migrate continuously. You know what I mean? Yeah. I what's, just like, what separates I, the resident population from the population that never, you know, takes up residency anywhere. Well, and like, you know, and this, this happened in Minnesota when they put that, is it in Fergus that they put in the, the plant? Yeah. This happened in Illinois in the plant that they put in down there, but it's, yep. it's the warm water. The geese travel South until they hit something that there isn't going to ice over and they stay. It's usually less hunting pressure, water, and food is why yeah. something stays. Yeah, but, like, even the birds in Fergus eventually move out. Like, I yeah. mean, there's still yeah, birds yeah, coming yeah. in and going or they out go continuously. And you're saying the ones in Tennessee, they're just there year-round? Yeah. or so, I, so I've been told. Right. I don't know a whole lot about them. But anyway, North Dakota honkers. Uh, the reason why a lot of people go is there is a 15-bird limit. Uh, it's the first hunting season of the year, right? And it's it is, fun. It opens, and it's but, nice weather. Yeah. So when does it open? Like a week before Minnesota? Uh, it's TBD every single year. It's usually opening during game fair, so the second weekend of August, be, sure. or the third weekend. So it's of like August. yeah. So it's like two two weeks mid August Minnesota starts mid August. Sure. Yeah. So Arizona, Texas, uh, kind of the, more of those southern states or. If you call them southern states, whatever. Um, Those would be southern states. Those are pretty southern. Okay, yeah. Well, more people, <laughs> when they say the south, they mean like Louisiana, Florida, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, the southern states, they have like the second wind of COVID coming at them right now. Do you think that that's going to hit up here and you think that the they're not going to let you get an out-of-state tag for like North Dakota? That's what I'm really scared of. So when COVID hit, uh, Montana closed their non-resident turkey tags. Right. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen for our South Dakota Washington did too, trip. and all the reservations on South Dakota, North Dakota for turkeys. Yeah, they all really. Shut, yeah, I had already bought a tag, and they refunded me. Oh shit! Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, with a 99 percent survival rate, who knows what's <laughs> going to happen? I don't know if we'll get hit with like a hard second wave as much either, just In because Minnesota. You're saying or North Dakota? well, you got to figure like North Dakota, South Dakota, they're pretty rural. Regardless. And so, like, right. I don't know if they're going to see some, like, major hit. It's not going to be like Florida, where, yeah. like, suddenly it's like everybody's at the beach in the bar again. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, it's just way more rural, obviously, which is why they had way less cases. Minnesota's super good with healthcare. Yeah. And so, like, we're taking it more seriously than most states. Like, even as, re- you know, with reopening, we've reopened, like, with pretty strict restrictions, you know? Even like restaurants and bars, you're at 50%, close early, you know, stuff like that. So, and actually a bunch of restaurants too, like in Minneapolis, they just never even opened yet. Right. Because they're sort of predicting like a second wave, but I I don't know. All the elk tags that I was involved with, I obviously didn't draw any or go for any, but all of those, they all went through. So they're assuming that the seasons are going to keep going. Sure. That's Idaho, Wyoming, Montana. Well, those are a lot of money as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's a big six to 1200 bucks. Yeah. Depending. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it'll, if, if we do see it, I don't think it's going to affect 
hunting season, I wouldn't think, just because hunting is one of those activities that's actually been like sort of sanctioned per se. I think it would you affect know, like out of state hunting. Maybe. Not in state hunting. I just don't know if it'll happen like in North Dakota, South Dakota, but maybe some of the other states, yeah. It the only depends. reason I would think it would was is because of the Indian population that's out there. Because they're they just don't want people on their land. And they have a fairly high pull when it comes to you know, hunters. But I, I, do don't, they though? I, I don't, don't really hunt res. Right, but the majority of the state is res is what I'm saying. I I don't Maybe. know how that would, I, I don't know. Speaking of resland, you know, my brother is dating Mariah. Her yeah. last name is Bighorn, so she's obviously <laughs> <laughs> Her name Feathers. is Mariah Winter Bighorn, which is like Feather the coolest not name ever. I told Mike I was like you have to take her last name obviously. <laughs> There's a guy really I know cool his last, last name. name is Eagle Elk. That's Whoa. that's native. <laughs> that's badass. But anyway, he was just telling me that she was just out helping her grandpa in Wyoming, Montana, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Montana actually. On his <laughs> he he's obviously Native American. He has thirteen thousand acres. He has a ranch, a cattle ranch, mm-hmm. and uh, they can shoot anything year round with no limits. So she, wow. you know, yeah, he was saying that like if they go to Montana in June, and she sees an elk. An elk on native land, she can shoot it right there. Dang. You, you can shoot mallards in the middle of the summer. No seasons. There's no seasons. There's no limits. Is there any animals alive there anymore? Yeah. <laughs> there are. That's crazy. The thing, too, is it's so much more, it's like, it's less regulated, but it's it's more regulated in a sense because there's so many less people hunting the, like, native land in areas where they, like, have tons of native land. You know, like reservation land. Like he yeah. has thirteen thousand acres on a reservation, oh and that's just like a sliver of what the reservation there has. Jeez. So that's like, because you know that's way less people that are taking animals off of it. Yeah. So even if they have no limit, you right. know, that's the crazy thing, and that's the thing that people don't realize either is like our limits are because there's so many people. How many people bought? Is it five hundred thousand people hunt waterfall in Minnesota? Uh, I think, I that's, think it's less I think than it's, that. I think it's five hundred thousand. Look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, but, but either way, like, dude, five hundred thousand people just in this they, state. They go off of uh, duck stamp buys. Okay. So I'll like, look it up, especially with uh, Sam Soholt's deal. I bet you it's inflated this year, even just for Minnesota, because I know Lee Jose bought like twenty five hundred duck stamps. Or Boss Shot Shells bought 2,500 duck stamps because Sam Soholt bought 2,500 duck stamps. You know what I mean? And he's a Minnesota resident. So, I don't know. I think last time I saw, I think it was under 500,000. Yeah, I think. But in uh, the late 80s, there was over a million people who bought a federal duck stamp. So, huh. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It's definitely under five hundred thousand. What is it? It's we we harvested six hundred thousand waterfowl last year. Well, that doesn't mean shit. Um, no, I know. Um, <laughs> so right now, five hundred thousand people that suck at hunting. <laughs> it says here by twenty seventeen that number had fallen to eighty three thousand three hundred forty. Whoa, eighty three thousand duck stamps. Eighty three thousand people purchased a license to hunt waterfowl in Minnesota. Yeah, Whoa, that's low. That's well, it's low, but dude, that's the highest state in the country. We Minnesota, have we have the most per capita waterfall hunters, people that buy a duck stamp. It's crazy. Really? You know what else I heard is that we have the most public land. <laughs> we have the most public land per capita of any state. Really? To hunt waterfowl. Well, 
Yeah, that makes sense. It's like sense. on the list. Like Realtree did a so whole blog links. about it, about how like when you think of duck hunting in Minnesota, it's not on the top of your list on destinations, but it actually has the most public land per capita for you to hunt waterfall on. Because we got so many lakes. Yeah. Yeah. But still, well, dude, 83,000 people here bought a duck stamp last year. And a lot of our uh, our duck stamp dollars are going to public land. So like when you buy a duck stamp, only 2% of it goes to the DNR. 98% of it goes back towards conservation. So with that conservation, they're buying land from farmers and they're putting CRP. Like we are in the duck factory in Minnesota, which means that a lot of waterfowl um, breeds here in the spring. And so that's what a lot of our dollars are going towards is that's my sink. It's definitely. <laughs> sound, I, I was like doing a hand check, make sure you guys were peeing in a bottle. <laughs> Yeah, if I yeah, peed Minnesota, like that, if I peed like that, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> so, Minnesota and Canada is like the obviously the biggest area for. So it's Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and then Canada. Really? Yeah, that's weird. Huh? I mean, Canada's so vast. All I know is that like the Upper Midwest, like we are, that's mm-hmm. like the biggest breeding area in the in North America. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of them go. So I think a lot of them breed here, and then when they are able to fly, they go up to Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Yeah, well, Alberta's pretty far over, but... Yeah, there's a lot of waterfall in Alberta, though. Right. But yeah, regardless. But yeah, so they go up there to eat, and then they follow the food line going south. Yeah. That's what Nick was talking about on our podcast, too. Like, molt migrators will head north first, and then they'll come back down. Yeah. No, that's crazy. So you, when you when you've been to North Dakota for early season, do you feel like you're actually seeing good numbers, or do you just sort of feel like it's it's so hit or miss, dude? Yeah, it's so hit or miss. I had one year where it was really really good, and that was my first year, of course. So then I'm like, oh, right, it, yeah. it can be hooked. it can be so good. But um, last year was pretty good too. But a lot of the shots we were getting were pass shots. So, mm. but I mean, they were really good pass shots. They were flying over our blinds at ten yards. Sure. It was really good. That was with Jamie Belknap, Trevor Austin, Ben Fournier, yeah, Trevor. and Trevor Bennett. Yeah. That was so much fun. Do you do you feel like actually though, once our early goose season starts, it's better hunting here? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent better than North Dakota. Well, yeah. here's the So you basically part. just feel like I feel like you're just going to North Dakota because it starts first. Yep. Pretty much. That's my yeah. reasoning. And then a lot of people from all over the country want to go to North Dakota because that's the first season that's open. So, yeah, like, people yeah. like Trevor Bennett come to Minnesota for game fair, and then they just drive to North Dakota when game right. fair is over. Yeah. Or on his yeah, way back to Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, do you think but that's like this, why game fair was when it was? No, 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 no. No. Game fair has always been like that. I don't know too much about the early season for North Dakota earlier than the last five years. Okay. So, I don't know the timing on that. I just started going about five years ago. But, um, no, it's, it's fun. It's fun to get out there and just blow your call and shoot some geese. Uh, you have to clean them immediately Otherwise because it's get hot. so hot. It's yeah. so gross, oh, man. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I mean, the other thing I was going to ask you about too, I know you've done some duck hunting in North Dakota. And so it's one of those things where like one time, especially being from Minnesota, you always hear about like how amazing the duck hunting is in North Dakota. Yeah. But like everybody I know that goes to North Dakota to duck hunt. 
just doesn't have that great of an experience. And I know it can be really good because obviously I remember Wade filming for like Higdon or whatever, and Mm -hmm. they went out there and they absolutely crushed and like saw really good numbers and whatever. But I, I don't, I just don't know. I mean, like, is it as good as it, you know, as as people say it is? Yeah. It's, I mean, the thing is, is they're migratory birds. Right. Yeah. That's the tough part. So when I went out there, we did not do very well. That's the one time I went and duck hunted there. This is me way back in the day. I can't remember if I said this on a different podcast. You, you or not. did talk about it, but you were like 19. Oh, I was young as shit. I did yeah. not know what I was doing. I just knew how to kill birds. I didn't know anything about migration patterns or anything back then. So, but the day before, I talked to a guy out there and I was looking at the DU app for the migratory bird. Like thing. the watch or whatever? Yeah, the migratory bird watch. And, uh, then it got it dropped 55 degrees in a night. And when we got there, we found a roost that had a shitload of birds on it. And then next morning, they were all gone. I mean, there were like sixty to 80,000 mallards. And they were all gone. That sucks. Yep, but that's just how it goes. But, you know, I follow so many people from... Follow so many people on Instagram from North Dakota that they put up consistent numbers. And not to, like, be mean, but they don't... They aren't, like, killers, you know? Yeah. And I think it's that just shows you how good North Dakota can be for duck hunting. Yeah. Like pretty much any area. I know that Minot is a crazy place for ducks because I keep getting invited every year from my buddy, John Basie, who owns a tackle company, Satori Tackle, and he's killing it. He's so much, he's such a cool dude, but he's like, dude, you got to come out to Minot. These are all veterans who own this guide service. We'd love to film a video. And I think we just got to do it sometime. But right. it, it's the schedule thing that's so difficult. So yeah, and then, you know, Jake, his brother lives in Fargo. And his brother's buddy, who watches our channel, they have, like, a bunch of private acreage. And they have say. a ton of ponds and stuff. And they just have stupid numbers for mallards. And he's always like, dude, when are we going to go out there? So let's blah, go. Blah, blah. I mean, yeah, we should go. This, this is probably going to be the best year to do it. It might be. Yeah, because I don't think we're going to go, like, super far and all over with, like, the whole COVID thing. I mean, I think we're going to try to go to Washington, but that's going to get pretty late in the year. So yep. hopefully some of this will have blown over a little bit. But, yeah, anywhere we can drive is going to be pretty much ideal, Yep. you know, for this year if we want to sure. go anywhere. Fargo's but four hours. Four hours, yeah, from us. So the only yeah. problem with Fargo is it's so pressured. Because people go That's to college. That's another thing I was going to ask you. People go to college in Literally, North Dakota know. to hunt for that dual residency. Oh, so yeah. I suppose. People do in South Dakota as yeah. well. You know, yeah. Matt Rustad, who I hope to get on the podcast at some point, that's part of the reason why he went to SDSU. Right. <laughs> so. I know. I mean, it makes sense because the hunting is so good. Admissions counselor uses that as their pitch. Right. For sure. I would. <laughs> you ever duck hunted? Yeah. You like to duck hunt? <laughs> Come stay at ASU. Yeah, you're going to want to come be here for a while. Come on, yeah. boy. No, I mean, I just always have wondered about North Dakota. We'll have to just go see for ourselves. I and I know it's one of those things where, like, if you're in the right spot in Minnesota, you can crush. Mm-hmm. So it's just all dependent on migra- you know, migration and what timing is like and what the weather's like and all those things that matter. I've never gone to North Dakota just to target birds after that time. And I think it's just because I get too busy. But I this yeah. is the year I'd like to. The problem is... You need a field spread. You, it's really hard yeah. to hunt them on water out there. Just because the one, there's not a whole lot of water compared to here, there's not a whole lot of water. So if you hunt them on water there, you're probably busting the roost. You're talking about um, even for ducks? That's what I'm talking about, yeah. for ducks. If okay. you want to hunt them on water, you're probably busting fields. the roost. 
Yeah. Well, and they have so much wheat in right, North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't mm. know. But, like, every time I've been Which out there a for... fun hide. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. So, <laughs> <laughs> but every time I've been out there for early goose, the amount of ducks that are there that bomb the spread in a wheat field, unbelievable. It's disgusting. You just blow a... Meh, meh, meh. And you'll have 50 to 100 wood ducks dumping into your spread. It's like, oh, <laughs> at first light. And then... You know, you, you have a flock of mallards or pintails that are so brown that you think they're all hens, but yeah. they're just juvies. Yeah. It's so cool, man. Like, North Dakota is a hell of an experience. It's just always interesting, too, because, like, you've been, like, the last few years, you've traveled all over, too, just yeah. even, like, separate from Midwest Flyways. Mm-hmm. But, like, North Dakota is so close, and we just never go. Right. <laughs> well, it's it's a lot of work to plan a trip like that. I get it. I'm just saying, like, you put in the work to plan trips all over other places, though. Yeah. You know, like, even, like, thinking about, like, the trips Gavin's been on. I mean, you look at Montana. You guys were in Nebraska. Like, those are way further than, North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Well, that's also part of because I want to just, like, see everywhere. Because when we went hunting in Nebraska, it. it was a whole different way of hunting. Totally. Straight up. Yeah. You see everyone at the boat. We get there, you know, an hour and a half before launch. Before sunrise, I mean, and no one's at the boat launch. When we're leaving, there were 60 boats, like 60 trucks and trailers. And I'm like, when did these people get here? And then I talked to a guy the next day when we got there. We're like, okay, we don't need to get there that early. You know, we just need to figure out where we wanted to go and whatever. So the next day we slept in an extra hour. We got there a half hour before sunrise and there was an old man there sitting at the launch. And he's like, you guys going duck hunting? Like, yeah. I was like, are you? And he goes, no, I just like to come here and watch where the birds go. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, and we were telling him, you know, our situation. Like, we got here, no one was here, and then we left. When we left. Wow. Uh-huh. Thank you. When we left, there were 60 boats. He goes, yeah, that's not a whole lot for this area. I mean, it was a huge, vast maze of cattails, or I'm sorry, fragmite. And he's like, yeah, well, everyone gets here right at sunrise. They wait for the birds to fly. And then, like, they, they roost on the lake right next to the river system, and then they fly, and then they watch where they drop down, and then they race their boats there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's Dude, incredible. That's insane. And then he also told us we were a week late. He goes, because the week before that, 60 boats went in. Everyone came out with a, with a limit. Oh, my god! Every single person had a limit of mallards. I'm just like, are you shitting me? And he goes, yeah. He goes to the launch every day during duck season and just, like, catalogs how well people do. Goes and talks to every single boat. Like, it's crazy, dude. It's so cool. That's really cool. That is going to be Super you. Super cool. Oh, 100%. No, Joey's no, I'm gonna be like, definitely going to be hunting. Can you take me with yeah, you? Yeah, he'll be, he'll be at the launch like, I got 20 bucks, says I can fit in that boat. <laughs> you got an inner tube? I'll just I'll just hang out in the back. Yeah. Just drag me to the blind. Oh, catheter yeah. and poop bag and all. Oh, catheter and poop bag, dude. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I'm going to be doing this till the day I fucking die, man. Yeah, I'm, his I'm, kids will be like, Dad, you're not allowed to drive the boat anymore. And he'll be like, that's nah, fine. He'll be at the boat launch like, yeah, hit I'm a tree gonna... once and they take it away. From <laughs> yeah, <me."> exactly. <laughs> he'll be at the boat launch like, uh, I can get in that boat. I know I know where the birds are. I've been here every oh day. <laughs> Son, they, they go next to that oak tree. Dude. Trust me. So funny. I'm going to be a freak when I'm older. My oh, kids yeah. are going <laughs> to So scary. Me. My kids are going to hate me. Just a liability to the world. (laughs) (laughs) 
old a 93 year old man had to be airlifted yeah, exactly <laughs> and the next day he went back out again and had to be airlifted again good the motor wouldn't work <laughs> dude water pumps not working no insurance companies willing to insure him anymore <laughs> pre-existing conditions uh yes i'm constantly airlifted from a lake <laughs> it's not no. a condition per se it's more of a problem no so if you um you should try to come out with me in august to early goose when is it yeah we'll see because so, uh it's going to be probably trevor bennett when is it joel bo jones middle middle of august the date middle of august he doesn't have him yet the 12th they're not set yet he will oh, have right, them for right, you right. like august 10 no they literally don't set it until like a week before it's weird yeah that's the tough thing because i'm not my own boss mm. <laughs> and full circle <laughs> so it gets really difficult for me to do that but <laughs> full circle no no but it's going to be trevor bennett joel joel bo jones um cole peplinski from snow goose oh, yeah. camp yeah jay laub from snow okay. goose camp yep and then uh I think Wade was even talking about coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. I might have And then, uh, and I know a whole nother group that's coming and I'm forgetting all their names, but like, well, we'll, no, I suppose the Pacific Halls people won't be here because it won't be here for game fair. So they're not going right. to do it. Right. Yeah. But I wouldn't Trevor's be surprised if Trevor's, yeah. Trevor's I was going to say coming. Trevor will get a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. But, we were like um, four days out from going to South Dakota for Snow Goose. Remember Trevor? Oh, Yeah. It was like right when COVID was like getting really bad. And he's like, oh, flights are uh, $40 right now. <laughs> no, they were 200 Oh, still that much? No, they were 200 round trip. Okay. Well, then, yeah, Trevor's like, I'm going to come. And it's like three days before we're supposed to get there. He's like, I'm coming. I'm going to be there. And then uh, he couldn't He couldn't get his wife to go along with it. Well, but. no, he had, a, he had a, in his upstairs bathroom, his toilet started leaking. And he goes, my wife won't oh, let me go. Got it. <laughs> got it. He goes, I got to stay home and take care of this. Fuck, dude! <laughs> Fix the toilet. That would have been so much fun to have him along. He is such a hoot. I cannot yeah, wait to get him and dude. I can't wait to get him and Jurgis on the podcast, dude. Dude, that's the thing I'm gonna miss the most though this year about like the game fair deal. Oh, just hanging out, just with hanging here? with everybody, oh, man. It's so much fun. And now there's gonna be nobody here. I love it. Yeah. I still want to try to host something for at least everyone who's like somewhat local here, here at the sheep farm. Yeah, we just have like a big blowout party. Yep, you know. I've got the space for it. Shit. Right, right. So, but anyway, you guys should try to come with me, regardless of the fact. What I love about this year is that um, even if Connor's not able to go because he's a working man and he's filming other people's hunts, I will be filming and editing. I've been doing a really bad job of editing, but that's because I got hit so hard by COVID and now I have a lot of work that I have to do it. And I hope you guys understand that. But we I mean, have like seven it. videos in the hopper we'd love to have. Right. Yeah. And it's just going to be so weird. It's going to be like snow goose hunt. And you're going to be like, people are going to be like, what? Why are you releasing this in July? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so that's my bad, guys. You can blame that on me. We do what we want, dude. I'm Akon. So. If we want to put out snow goose material right now, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to. Whatever. We're gonna put, it's not gonna yeah, but you. we're going to need to get Joey a different camera that's much more durable. Yeah, GoPro Hero 8. Definitely. Did you lose all your GoPros? No, I lost one. The GoPro Hero Eight. I bought another one now, okay. and I'm gonna probably find the old one. So, yep. didn't you well, sell have, it to me? Didn't sell you it have to me. another mm-hmm. older one too? Or just though? give it to me. Sorry. Yeah, sure. Don't you have like some older GoPros too, though? Uh, I had a Hero Six. Yeah. You still have it? Yeah. yeah. The Eight has much better audio. That's why I think you should go with that. But yeah, and much better battery. Life. What What does it cost? The Eight. It's hundred dollars off right now. Three hundred bucks. Shit. Instead of four hundred. That one. That. I don't think you can break that camera either. 
And if you trade in any digital camera, well, I don't think it's it's both and. I think it's either or. But um, if you trade in a digital camera, you get 100 bucks off on a GoPro. Where's that at? GoPro.com. Oh, okay. Oh, you just send it to them? Yeah, you just fill out the form or whatever. It, working or not, they say, like, it doesn't matter. You trade it in. What? So do you have a really old one that's shitty so I can just send them that one? Yeah. Perfect. I'll literally yeah. do that this week. Okay. Um, I'll do that this yeah. week. Yeah. That would be yeah. that would be better for your vlogs too. No, that's what we did. That's what I did on the boat when we went fishing, for yeah, and put yeah. It on. I put it on TikTok. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, and on Instagram. Do we need a Midwest yeah. Flatways TikTok? No, I don't know. No, I've dude. been hearing yes. I don't know, dude. I just don't. It, I mean, if you want, I've been putting stuff on mine. I know you've been able been. to get some, so get some yeah. followers. Yeah, Connor's TikTok mm. famous. Yeah, Wade said Pro Drive's TikTok is is doing really well for what if you upload doing. consistently, you know. Yeah, it's you're gonna you're gonna get some views eventually. There was one that I did about our hunt, our timber hunt, just me filming it. I just kind of like remade a video. I think it's got like two thousand, three thousand views or something. Yeah, yeah, decent amount. Or thir- it was thirty eight hundred. Wade said TikTok pulls all the videos of birds dying too. Yeah. So he yeah. said, if you get them up though, and they get cycled fast enough, you get enough followers that even when they come down, you'll still have residual effects. So just like keep posting it. Yeah, Wade said, just keep putting them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no like up. strikes or anything that you get from it. They just take the video down. Yeah, and I think I, I just need out, to wear a bikini. Yeah, better thighs. Well, Wade said too, if you Tree put trunks. up a video of like birds dying because they get pulled down, they get shared so much faster. Mm. So like people are trying to see it before it gets pulled down type of thing. Mm. I'm gonna test that out. Yeah, we should. I'm gonna see. Yeah, test that. Yeah, the the video that I did at the dive bomb weekend that we had. Yeah, that uh, it's got 1.2 million views now. Right. Jeez. Still gets likes. And that's every just day. like him talking. Yeah. Just like, me making a joke about how you guys went to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't wild. even true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> funny well the life of a videographer <laughs> so so shady guys i i re-listened to the last podcast we did with nate yeah i was dying laughing he wants to be our um our, our tech podcast guy. guy oh my god yes <laughs> yes Please. like so he like the like the computer guy that you have so it's like oh hey pull that up or whatever oh like, my gosh that, yeah that would be it. amazing we even have he to. said he said like because I, I am paying him part-time for pretty much everything he does for Midwest flyways through Olstead media um but he is he said that like he would do this the podcast aspect for free because he's because he, he loves if, it. If he's like, you know, if we allow him to be a character. Oh, and he was a good character, dude. When yeah. he's yeah. talking about, no, I, I am the most decorated Eagle Scout yeah. in America. And yeah. I was like, All right, well, dude. I need my cinematography badge. <laughs> dude, <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> this was, is, dude, this is literally here. perfect because I was trying to figure out how I could like hide the podcast board like in our videos, you know? Why would you want to hide it? Because, Look, dude, it looks, looks dope. Looks, it looks cool. Like if it's not in there, I don't like it on there. Like it's you watch all the like podcasts that are filmed like you don't you can't see the board now we yeah. can just have like a little desk behind the scenes for a trail with like his I little uh, dope his little microphone oh, dude. let's hook him up so good can you have like the other question though is then it's can like we have extensions. five can we have five microphones in this no so then how would nate talk well we if, have like the four. three of us on a guest oh and a guest i don't know um there might be an input of some sort that we could do, but he has he he didn't have it really. He wasn't really talking about being able to talk. He was more talking about being able to pull up stuff and 
Yeah, no, you know, for sure. But it'd be fun if like we could ask technology. him a question every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, is we there? A, it out. There's got to be like a USB port actually for like a USB mic on here. That's for the computer, and so that would oh. be so that you can essentially have the computer. Um, so what if he put a through. mic into his computer? Oh yeah, that might work. That might work. Yeah, hook yeah. up the computer, hook the mic into the computer, talk through that. Yeah, because we can hear the audio of the computer, and if it's in his, yeah, yeah. we can yeah. try it. We'll figure okay. it out. Whatever, we'll figure it out. All right, dude, we got a tech guy. That's so that's so, that's so lit. I no. cannot wait for you guys to see the video podcast because I don't know. I mean, you know what's weird is I took a poll on Instagram today of how many people have listened to our podcast. Yeah. It's pretty 50-50 on Instagram. Yeah, it is. I really. saw it. 52-48%. That people who haven't listened to our podcast, however, there were so many people who were like, yeah, you should have this guy on. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, we have a lot of people. And, like, I... Like, I see our numbers. Of course, we have a decent amount of people listening, but 57 people voted they have seen our podcast or listened to our podcast, and 46 said no. Mm. So it's pretty neck and neck, but also 1,300 people saw the story. So, like, right. yeah. 90 people voted yeah, on it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, people are just scrolling through sometimes. So, sure. Right. Yeah. How dare you? Okay. How well, dare you? No, I'm excited. The the one thing I'm excited about too is I think it'll help us gain more followers if we're on different platforms. So like if we have the video going, if we have like video clips on YouTube and stuff too, mm-hmm. that'll be yeah. Able we got to figure know. out the video aspect. Yeah, we just have to figure out how long this is. Right. Yeah, we got to figure. Do out you how think we should it. start a whole new YouTube channel, or do you think we should just throw it on Spotify? Um, I don't know. I don't T- think there would be like a negative to having another YouTube channel. I don't think there'd be Whatever. a negative to putting on Spotify. Well, we're doing that. No, definitely not. Yeah, 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 definitely not. TBD. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. Let's wrap it up. Why? Oh, You're not having fun. Follow no, us on the tubes not anymore. Yeah, follow us on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, TikTok soon. Check out Connor on TikTok, and then we'll test some theories and see how it works. Yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll <laughs> share birds dying on TikTok. There you go. Follow me on Snapchat, Joey Davisello. <laughs> that's so bad. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.